0: In the case of trying to pen these essays out of the folds of my gray matter, I'm most dependent on memory, impressions, learned axioms, along with fabricated sayings birthed in the cradle of what we call thought. In other words, what is now being described as consciousness, that term consciousness has risen to the top of scientific exploration with much learned people probing whether or not we created or have the capacity of consciousness or at least are we cognitive enough to ascertain. My overtaxed mind and I decided this afternoon as to the old expression says, chuck it all and take a nap, Letting my tiredness meld away in the depths of unconsciousness, sleep, for a better word. Ah, to sleep, perchance to dream, was my sole desire this afternoon. As soon as my head plopped down on the pillow, my overtired mind began its voyage into the afternoon land of winkin', blinkin', and nod'. As does often happen when I try to still my mind, a song or a musical piece rush forward to fill the vacuum that I'm trying to create of non-thinking. Fill the void with the comfort of music. Music real or imagined, played across my thinking and in most cases, taking me back to wonderful and pleasurable places remembered by tones, notes, and phrases. Music can soothe the savage beast, an on often quoted line from the poet William Congreves' The Morning Bride in the 1600s, but true today more than ever if we allow it to work its magic." As I alluded to earlier, I am the sum total of all of the experiences collected over the years, a total of the impressions made on me by wonderful folks that I've had the pleasure of knowing, not only knowing, but being taught by, influenced by, and absorbed by their willingness to share with me the essence of the things that made them special, and special they were, and still are. You don't have to spend much time around me to realize how impactful my association with the great composer and friend Henry Mancini was, and continues to be in my life. If there is a score to the motion picture of Jim McCrell's Time on Earth, It would be rich with the music of Mancini. What a joy it was each day spent with him, living a dream he provided for me by offering me a job with his company in Hollywood and his never-ending encouragement to reach for the fulfillment of my dreams. If there was one overriding theme to the music of my life, he provided it and the theme was, go for it, Jimmo, you can do it. That song became the music of my life for which I am forever grateful to the acclaimed composer Henry Mancini, my friend. He gave the downbeat to my life's success, and as the song implies, the beat goes on. When I'm down or discouraged, I only have to listen to the music of my life, to realize that my song is still being played with an orchestra made up of the musical greats that have played a major part in my symphony. The great Chet Atkins is there, along with Dave Pell, saxophonist extraordinaire, Pat Williams, Johnny Mathis, Lou Rawls, and who would ever forget H.B. Barnum? The night I sat at a table with Bert Backrock, to bemoan our troubles and the, the many times that I laughed with Kelly Gordon's take on That's Life, how could I forget the ballad played by such greats as Gordon Jenkins, Jay Livingston and Ray Evans, Bob Russell, who reminded me he ain't heavy, he's my brother. Jerry Fuller's hit list that extends over the decades, the time spent with Ron Bledsoe and our mutual friend, Mac Davis, and who could leave out the poet laureate of America, Johnny Mercer. My music playlist was full with the addition of John Gary, Eddie Arnold, Peter Nero, Frankie Randall, who I can still hear singing his art out at Jilly's in New York. And in keeping with this musical program, I will never forget being with my wife Kathy at Western Studios in Hollywood when the one and only Jemmy Durante crooned, He ain't heavy, he's my brother. Sitting in Bobby Troop's living room as he played piano to the lyrical sounds of his wife Julie London's great smoky voice. Here I go again, hastening with my mind's memory all of the tunes and songs that are so deeply embedded in my life. Music can truly soothe the savage beast. It can calm the wildest waves on the sea of our experiences, shine a light on the darkened path we tread upon, open windows in a gloomy room to let the light of our lives shine in. As I write this, I'm listening to probably one of the most beautiful classical pieces I've ever heard. Dvorak's Symphony for Oboe, English horn, and clarinet. The sounds are so otherworldly that, if I let them, they transport me to a realm oft-described by theologians, as well as playwrights, as heavenly. But, as is the case this far, I am concerned that I must remain earthly-focused by my heavenly thoughts. Speaking of heaven— Without music, it would only be so much clouds and nowhere to listen to the music of the ages that forever proclaims the grandeur of the created praise of the Creator. I hear music when I look at you. All of those talks about the music of my life has highlighted when I was asked to deliver the eulogy for a man close to my heart for several reasons. Anthony Scanlon was my wife's brother and my dear brother-in-law, who esteemed himself as a musician par excellence in our hometown of Houston. As I approached my charge of talking about Tony and his life, I gazed out into the assembled mourners and settled on the rows of pews containing the children— of his long and fruitful life. As my focus was on their sorrowing faces, tears pouring down their blessed faces, I was once again overcome by the lyric of the song in my mind. As I looked from the coffin, holding their father, into each of their faces, the lyrics fit the moment. The song has ended, but the melody lingers on. I hope your melody is in tune and continues to linger on. Thank you for listening. This is Jim McCrell.